Mage Talk is brought to you by Mojo Stratus. Stratus is true cloud auto scaling technology for Magento. Built by industry leaders and cloud architects, Stratus is a revolution in cloud hosting. Magento 2, no problem. Holidays, flash sales, no problem. 100% uptime or your money back. Give Stratus a try today, risk-free, and tell them Mage Talk sent you. Check them out today at magemojo.com. That's M-A-G-E-M-O-J-O.com. Mage Talk is brought to you by Vertex, the leader of tax technology solutions and services for corporations worldwide. They're a Magento premier partner trusted by over half of the Fortune 500. Vertex Cloud meets the sales and use tax needs for businesses of all sizes. Visit them online today at vertexsmb.com. This podcast is brought to you by Commerce Hero. Better way to find a Magento developer for your next project or full-time hire. Hello and welcome to Mage Talk, the Magento Community Podcast. I'm Philip, and today uh, I, we have a very special guest, someone who uh, shares my name and all of my interests, <laughs> which is uh, a hard thing to find nowadays. Uh, so, you know, I, I'm really excited and very stoked to uh, welcome to the show Mr. Phil Hansen from Qit North America. Welcome to the show, Phil. Thanks, Philip. It's great to be here. I, I, we have uh, a similar name. Do you prefer Phil or Philip? Uh, short is good. Phil. Yeah, Phil. Uh, yeah. Oh, that's so interesting. Mm-hmm. We we kind of do this whole thing on the show where I correct Kalen for four and a half years now on how to say how to say my name, but I I'll answer to hey you. Yeah. <laughs> um, but for those people who may not know you or may not have heard of you or Qit, can you give us a little bit of a download on who you are and what Qit is and you know why you matter in the Magento world? Yeah. So. Um, I am Phil Hansen uh, and and head up our North America operation, really. Uh, what Qit does is provides a virtual waiting room software uh, for high demand online events. So uh, think of uh, what we're about to talk about today, um, a sneaker drop where simply more web traffic is showing up uh, than a site can cope with. Uh, visitors are off loaded to us and we hold them and then pass them through to the site at, at a speed it can handle. So um, every day we're doing this in uh, e-commerce as well as in the ticketing world. Um, you mm. can also imagine uh, that uh, part of um, part of the use case in, in terms of uh, uh, on sales. And then of course, what comes with that? Um, nefarious uh, traffic as well. And so uh, yeah. some, some input there as well. But uh, we've been doing this for... Uh, Almost ten years. Uh, the company was originally founded in in Copenhagen, Denmark. I worked with the team for a couple of years there uh, before we decided that yeah, let's uh, let's spend some time in the U.S. Um, and uh, and and get closer to the customers there. Huge market here, obviously. Uh, in I like to <laughs> describe that in Copenhagen, your apartment probably doesn't have room to store twenty five pairs of sneakers. Uh, in their original boxes. Um, but uh, we have a different uh, culture here in, in terms of uh, the things that we collect and the things that we do. Sure. And so, um, and then also even different legislation around uh, secondary markets, uh, whether that is in ticketing sure. or in uh, the e-commerce space. So, so yeah. How interesting. Yeah. So, so it's funny. I, I've come across Qit in some form or fashion over the years. Yeah. When buying sneakers <laughs> or doing things, you know, uh, uh, trying to get tickets. Um, but it's interesting because, uh, we had, you got a nice little shout out a couple years back at Magento Imagine 
uh, when uh, Melissa Benishai, who's the founder of uh, Baked by Melissa, mm-hmm. mentioned you guys on stage at Imagine. Um, and I remember because we had employed at Something Digital, we had employed Qit on a number of our sh- our footwear mm-hmm. uh, businesses uh, like Sneakers, uh, Sneaker Villa yeah. and some others who were u- using you at the time to kind of assist with some of those sneaker drop, uh, you know, high, high volume issues. Um, and uh, but we were able to deploy Qit in a matter of like, I don't know, 15 hours or something like we had a really tight turnaround mm-hmm. to launch a, a viral social campaign that Baked by Melissa was uh, promoting at the time, which was Side with Love. And they were giving out a million cupcakes for free. And they even covered shipping. And uh, it was so easy to set up. And so I've been aware of you guys for a long time. I know that everybody that we've ever introduced you to uh, was so happy mm-hmm. with the service. Um, I'm curious sort of what you see in the world and, and the Magento ecosystem as things sort of change and and as the ecosystem changes you know we definitely see a big shift in in the sneaker strategies like they're becoming more, less of the you know less of the 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 distributor uh, partner retail sales outlet is participating in the sneaker sale and a lot of that is being sort of co-opted by the likes of you know direct yeah. consumer adidas and nike selling yeah. direct I'm, I'm curious what your business looks like and like how you know, how your customers are looking to you to solve different types of problems nowadays. Yeah, I, th- I think uh, we're seeing that exact trend. Uh, the two newest footwear uh, customers of ours um, are, are DTC brands, right? So mm. um, what they're identifying is that uh, they're potentially giving away uh, some of that by distributing it. Um, and so why not bring that to our site and see... And remind people actually that we're here and you don't always have to buy us somewhere else, right? I think that's probably um, uh, what we're seeing there. You know, in terms of, of those that have been in the Magento space as well, um, we've seen some consolidation recently that, um, that, that maybe is driving, you know, some, some strength uh, or recouping mm-hmm. some strength uh, sure. in that to counter that. Uh, but um that is a really interesting thing uh, that, again, that almost like uh, technology as well, uh, you build your brand, you uh, hopefully are something of an of a acquisition target, right? If, uh, if you're doing things uh, the right way. So I think that also kind of speaks to um, how, uh, you know, Villa, for instance, um, and DTLR coming together, you know, some of these brands uh, recognizing each other's strengths and, and saying, okay, this is one way that we can um, continue, uh, you know, to to operate together. So, yeah, that's uh, that's super interesting. We we have a, a, a such a diverse background with a lot of different types of clients. Uh, you've already sort of mentioned, um, you know, a couple different verticals that work really well for Qit. Uh, maybe you could sort of talk about. Like I, I like to think about the way that my passions like overlay into the work that yeah. I get to do. Yeah. I'm sure that you you you've mentioned sneakers already. You're you're kind of into sneakers. Maybe you could talk a little bit about that and tell us a little bit about you know how your passions overlay with some of the work that you get to do at Qit. Yeah, absolutely. I I, I love I love uh, the point you're making there. Yeah, it, my my job is pretty easy because I'm really interested in uh, the things that we're servicing. Um, whether it is again in uh, live entertainment, used to play in bands, right? Uh, yeah. Still, music is a big part of my life, and uh, e-commerce. Um, yeah, maybe uh, having a love for footwear that uh, my wife um, 
devices. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I, I come from a town actually that that uh, a smaller town uh, where they still make uh, shoes there. Uh, Red Wing Shoe, if you're familiar with that brand. Oh wow, yeah. And um, and so er, early on in life, I guess that that shoe 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 was just everywhere in town, and and maybe that uh, that had something to do with it. But also. Growing up, uh, you know, uh, sneakers for me is so much nostalgia, um, and also mm-hmm. um, hearkening back to one of the sessions you've done previously, kind of talking about uh, why you you really have bought into it too. Is it's like I can finally afford that now. I was raised by a single mother in that small town, um, playing, got to play sports uh, because there wasn't such a, a, a talent depth that actually uh, a short. A round kid like myself uh, was able to participate in even something like basketball. But anyway, not being able to afford uh, the newest Jordans, but but seeing those on the of, of feet of my peers, uh, you know, also just watching uh, Michael Jordan work his magic uh, when yeah. you're a young impressionable uh, kid as well. Um, it, it, it it just brings back so much nostalgia. I think even oh, another really funny story. But around that is uh, Hirachis. So um, apparently, <laughs> uh, I have a couple of um, uh, younger uh, folks in the office here who who tell me that there's a certain uh, in in the uh, hip hop community. There's a certain lyric that uh, would make me uh, probably be made fun of um, that uh, <laughs> related to Hirachis that I'm just like, well, I, I remember when these came out and it's still really cool to me and, uh, that I can find them in this, those colors that they were, they were then. And actually I, then I find out, oh, it fits my, my foot really well where this is just an I- easy shoe for me to get a whole bunch of, um, and, uh, let alone, uh, uh, catching some flack from, from a couple of the, the hip, <laughs> hip hop fans in the room. But uh, anyway, you, you get to a certain age and, and uh, I'm starting to realize that there's uh, there's just no avoiding it. There's, there's going to be a certain generation <laughs> from now on who's, who's going to find some way to sort of turn it around on you. Uh, my eight year old uh, already, she, she snatches the remote control out of my hands and tells me I'm too slow <laughs> in like navigating the TV. And I'm like, it's started. This is it. Like it's all downhill from here. Um, um, well, that's so funny. I, it's, that was really my, yeah, you had mentioned to about an earlier mage talk uh, episode we had done. Kaylin had sort of asked me what this whole fascination with foot, footwear had become. And I was trying to dive into the, how do I make my, my personal interests and, uh, my business opportunities overlap more, uh, you know, more and, and what I could bring sort of my passion and, and some of my focus, you know, as a musician or as somebody who loves shoes or something like that, we can sort of bring all those things together. And uh, yeah, I just happen to be in a world where through e-commerce, like you said, it's, it is possible uh, where I can sort of seek out brands that I'm authentically engaged with. And it helps us to, uh, to tell a better story online and helps mm-hmm. us to create a better customer experience. And, and that's been a, a real, uh, you know, it's been a real bonus uh, in me in my life and my life's work to be able to do that, you know, writing ebooks or recording podcasts. And, um, but, you know, I don't know if you can actually talk about them. What are some of the brands that people might recognize that you work with or like some global names that Qit uh, services that you might be able to share a little bit about? Yeah. Um, we, I unfortunately can't name the, those two new, newest uh, footwear <laughs> agreements. Okay. Yeah. Uh, there might be others. Yeah, though, right? yeah. Well, yeah. Um, what's interesting is um, 
so often you can tell it's us uh, on their release though, right? Like a, a mm-hmm. virtual waiting room popping up and it providing you with information about what that wage is actually going to be, not just some phony uh, 30 second cycle. Um, but, um, mm. but you know, in the, uh, in, um, we mentioned DTLR and Villa, uh, YCMC, um, uh, geez, why is that? Blank? Yeah, on the yeah, spot yeah, here. no, no, no. Yeah. They usually just, I usually just rattle them off. I guess it's uh, Monday morning still here in Minneapolis, but, um, <laughs> we, we get that yeah, yeah, part up yeah. too. So, um, uh, we've worked on those ones together. Uh, oh, sorry, Snipes. So um, Ubique uh, and uh, oh, yeah. and Kicks USA recently acquired by Snipes uh, out of out of Germany. Mm-hmm. But we've been helping them for a number of years and doing um, uh, some some interesting uh, uh, studies, uh, deep dives on 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 their traffic as well. Let's face it, Magento can be a beast to run in the cloud. And that's why Stratus by MageMojo is hosting Evolved. Say goodbye to dedicated DevOps teams and complex cloud architecture. With Stratus, you get a rock-solid architecture that's built on Amazon AWS and true cloud auto-scale. Never worry about capacity planning ever again with the full power of AWS that's behind your site. Backed by Magento Cloud Architecture Geniuses at MageMojo on technologies like ECS, Kubernetes, Aurora, and also a 15-minute SLA that's the fastest in the entire industry, you can be sure that your site is in good hands with Stratus. Give it a try today, and we know you won't be disappointed. Head over to magemojo.com slash magetalk and get started. That's M-A-G-E-M-O-J-O dot com slash magetalk. Thanks again to MageMojo for the continued support of MageTalk. MageTalk is brought to you by Vertex. Vertex is a Magento premier partner, providing cloud and on-premise solutions that can be tailored to specific industries for every major line of tax, including sales and use, income, value added, and payroll. Vertex Cloud is the SaaS solution that automates sales and use tax, including calculation and returns. With multiple service levels and flexible pricing models, Vertex Cloud meets the sales and use tax needs for businesses of all sizes, from recognizable brands like Honda, Pepsi, and Verizon to small businesses the world over. Find out more today at vertexsmb.com and be sure to mention Mage Talk to get 15 months for the price of 12. Once again, that's vertexsmb.com. I hear a lot about how this kind of technology is sort of native to the, you know, the, I don't want to say the old way of doing things, but, you know, the, the sort of legacy nature of deployed software and like the new thing is Mm -hmm. cloud, right? Cloud can infinitely scale and you'll never have a problem. And maybe that's not so true. I saw a news article last week that uh, Jeffrey Starr, mm-hmm. who is a you know, famous YouTuber in the uh, makeup space, um, he's sort of single-handedly with a YouTube video drop uh, brought down Shopify's entire yeah, <laughs> platform yeah. with uh, with a with one product launch uh, on his site. And I think that that's sort of fascinating. That that's the you know that sort of scale is so hard to architect for. I'm curious what makes Qit different that you can absorb that scale and sort of, you know, be able to sit in front of some of the world's largest infrastructure 
um, and be able to throttle that in such an interesting way, you would think that that would be a challenge for Qit to be able to overcome. Could you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, without not uh, without giving up the uh, secret sauce uh, yeah. away, um, really what we do is, as you know, internet users are being tracked on so many levels, right? Uh, so much information being being tracked on them that when uh, they're trying to hit um, a QIT protected site, we shrink them down um, to four or five main criteria for us to service uh, that, that user um, and get them to the right place, right? And so mm-hmm. uh, what that means is uh, well, what's pretty cool about that is that we're actually not um, being exposed to customer data, like and privacy, and uh, mm. you, you know w- w- we've actually been able to uh, continue to move up into this enterprise space uh, in part because like we can pass a security test because we're not being exposed to e-commerce sites, um, uh, you know, uh, uh, credit card data. Um, um, user addresses and, and, and all of these sorts of things. So that's um, really how we do it. Uh, we also, over, over the years, uh, have learned how to partition the traffic uh, and, uh, and get it to the, you know, uh, distribute it in a way that um, we can, again, service such a, such a huge amount. We've had actually, a, if I can uh, put it this way, a, a global sporting event that we just had 1.4 million <laughs> website visitors in the same uh queue uh, pretty yeah pretty pretty crazy um i, I wonder what that sporting yeah. event might have been um yeah <laughs> there's, there's a few there's, rings involved and yeah yeah, there, <laughs> <laughs> yeah there's uh yeah that it's it's interesting um how funny there there's there's such a a demand now to get things online and uh, you would think that there's this sort of best practice playbook that people are executing. Like you hear of it all the time. Mm-hmm. This, uh, you know, don't introduce friction. Don't keep customers waiting. Um, do Do you find that people actually like stick around and wait in queue? And they like is that a is that a more desirable customer experience than having to refresh the website? Can, tell me a little bit about sort of the value problem yeah. of Qit. Yeah, exactly. So, um, you know, it, it comes down to what they're going to be waiting for. Um, uh, you know, we've done, we've studied the, our traffic and, uh, it does end up in that 80 to 80, 20 range of who's willing to wait on black Friday, for instance, uh, that study was, um, but it's, you know, uh, just last week we had a Instagram influencer drop, uh, her first subscription box, uh, mm-hmm. and attracted over a hundred thousand people like, uh, wow. that waited, um, for hours. Right. So, so how, how strong is the brand, you know, and then also, um, some of the things we really talk about is the psychology of waiting. Um, a wait seems longer when you don't have any information about Mm -hmm. how long it'll be. Um, you, um, are more likely to, to wait if there is some social proof, right? Uh, if, if you know how many people in line in front of you, are also valuing this product you are or experience you are more likely to uh, escalate in the value you're 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 giving that um, and then just a you know a customer service like being on brand when we think of some of the brands we're working with um, in terms of like knowing that they hopefully will have another um, 
engagement with this uh, customer, with this website visitor, where they want to respect their time, uh, give them the right amount of information about making a qualified decision and, and deciding whether they they'll, they want to wait, whether it's worth it or not. I know you work in the Magento space some. Uh, what are some other platforms that you support? And, and you know what are, what are some other lines of businesses outside of e-commerce that might make sense? Yeah, so uh, we um, are, we like to call ourselves platform agnostic. Sure, uh, have that Magento uh, plugin. Um, have the Salesforce Commerce Cloud cartridge um, all ready to go uh, for for people on that platform, um, and have done uh, integrations on on all the other ones. Uh, where we see a lot of uh, uptake uh, recently uh, is uh, with with Cloudflare CDN. Uh, and their mm-hmm. workers integration, um, actually, uh, and, and getting that um, our our more secure server side integration happening out on the edge, uh, it it is a, gr- a good experience. Uh, um, you know, um, uh, really low latency, this sort of thing that uh, people are and and when we tell people about it, uh, and you have to make two changes on your Cloudflare setup. Um, it's really easy. Uh, so you can actually have our most secure integration in, in a matter of 15 minutes. Wow. That's, uh, that's really impressive. I, now, now I'm going to have to use this podcast, uh, as, as sort of data as to why I think we could probably do it faster at something digital. Um, or at least I'll have (laughs) my customers, you know, turn it around. Um, (laughs) we, uh, do you, what what do you think are sort of new and evolving lines of business that you might be able to take advantage of this? You mean you mentioned uh, an influencer? Uh, mm-hmm. you, what how are influencers like actually reaching out to their customers, and what platforms are they selling through these days? Like what what does that sort of direct nature or audience first nature do to e commerce in like from a you know a new perspective of like the new way of doing business that's somewhat different to the way that you might have done it 10 years ago on Magento. Yeah. Um, I think there are a few platforms that are uh, have been really picking up on them or meeting them halfway, knowing that, um, you know, not unlike the Magento community, actually, in that you have the system of system integrators that are really uh, helping these brand builders, right? These business people, um, helping them do the technical setup. Uh, and mm. so um, they're doing that in just a little bit different ways. Um, uh, it's almost like a, uh, you know, a celebrity's career or a musician's career in the sense that, however, that SI that you start with um, on your WordPress and WooCommerce setup uh, might not be um, the SI you're using uh, e- even just a couple months down the road uh, because your 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 follower base can... Can can grow outgrow your your um, your tech stack pretty pretty quickly, and so yeah. um, you know we unfortunately haven't uh, been able to bridge the gap with uh, Shopify on our more secure um, uh, integration. Uh, you can still get JavaScript on a uh, on a Shopify site, uh, and but Shopify also seems to have some sort of program where uh, they are working with with influencers who are going to drive uh, you know big. Um, Big traffic and and figure out how to uh, like you 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 highlighted they actually managed to crash but uh, they seem to be able to also reallocate uh, capacity um, to to people who might be doing something bigger that day so um, that's where we have seen some of that that go 
Um, but again, um, also some influencers, uh, you know, it, what is interesting also is the, the fraction of their following that actually ends up doing, um, actually buying something from them. Uh, it can, it can vary quite greatly. So, um, yeah, that, that also makes for <laughs> hard forecasting for them and, and for them to, um, to put together the right uh, technology stack to, to support that. Yeah, I, I that that's that's sort of this conundrum, right? Is the if you're if you're building a business, you want some sort of capability of uh, being able to self service or deliver, and you know your choice of platform really governs your ability your ability to do mm-hmm. that. Um, you know, more and more we see, you know, if influencers in the traditional sense, like whether they're YouTube or Instagram, they they're they're storytellers, they're content creators. And so it makes sense for them to choose a platform that allow them to extend that, you know, storytelling, content creating into their e-commerce platform. What I find really interesting is the evolution of e-commerce platforms to date are really built more around catalog assortment, you know, pricing, filtering, and search and discovery, and not necessarily around storytelling. And I think that's such a necessary component that needs to evolve in you know in all of the e-commerce platforms because right now that component of being able to create content that sits next to commerce is really reserved for enterprise capable platforms that no one person can run effectively on their own regardless of their audience mm-hmm. size um, and so many of these influencers you know Jeffrey Star is a really good example they're so close to their audience they can create content in a matter of minutes and deliver it to them and they have that expectation to be able to do that with e-commerce too and it's not always the case uh, which I think is, you know, so so having yes, having solutions that you can deploy quickly, it's wonderful. Uh, being on the right platform in the first place and making sure it's architected the right way to be able to deliver quick to your audience is, you know, a whole other ball of wax. Um, so you you mentioned to me in the pre-show that you're a musician. Uh, what what is your your prior life in the in the musician realm entail what what uh, kind of music did you play? Ah, uh, geez, I, I I played in a working band, so we we played what people paid us to play. Um, I, I did, I, <laughs> nice. you know, I did like, I, I did like to, uh, uh, you know, write songs from time to time, but, uh, what, uh, what, what people will pay for, uh, at that point, uh, uh, was a little bit different, but, uh, I always joke that it was kind of like, uh, Phil's karaoke night because I, I got to surround myself with some pretty talented musicians. Uh, you know, I call myself a guitar player, but, um, I always had a, Eddie Van Halen, like uh, <laughs> lead guitarist, who could just uh, just just rip it. Where I never had to push myself too hard to uh, get that much better <laughs> uh, than a rhythm guitar uh, face in the front. And so, um, uh, yeah. But uh, um, those days uh, are, are a little ways behind me now that I've got a a, a one year old and a three year old um, uh, oh, yeah. playing the keys at home. So yeah, yeah, I fully get that. Yeah. <laughs> When when you're uh, when you're around sometime next, we should put together a little you know Magento community oh, jam yeah. band. That'd be kind of fun. Yeah, totally. Um, there's a few folks I know. I know a bunch of folks in our industry that have uh, some musical chops. I'd love to kind of put that mm-hmm. together. Uh, where, if people wanted to find out more information about Qit, where can they reach you, and where can they, uh, you know, where can they make sure that they get uh, the right product and right service and get up and running quickly? Yeah, so Qit.com. Uh, one of the funny things about uh, expanding into the 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 U.S. and and having so much of our our focus uh, in our customer base here is uh, 
that word Q is a little bit uh, other than Netflix uh, formerly uh, <laughs> calling their my list uh, Q. Um, you know, Q U E U E dash I T dot com is the website to go to, uh, and uh, we have a couple of places there. Uh, that urgent request button uh, is is fun because uh, we've brought people online who have crashed an hour ago, uh, and then for mm. some people, urgent is uh, is a, is a month away. So um, you can and we have a you know a trial account, uh, um, a free trial set up there. Other other things uh, um, through the website there that that uh, will also provide good uh, case studies and and, and um. um a number of Magento customers highlighted there uh, for you to get a feel of of how uh, others are are using it, including that the team at Jacko, uh, um, uh, Kicks USA, and Ubik um, uh, being one of those. That's awesome. Uh, that's so great. And uh, are you uh, you yourself, Phil? Are you anywhere on social media where people can reach out to you and uh, tell you how much they love the product? Yes, I am uh, a, an avid LinkedIn uh, user uh, and, and and love uh, to communicate with people there. Love to share ideas. Love to uh, follow along uh, with people there. Uh, I am on uh, Twitter as well. Um, more of a spectator there. More of how I consume my news, but. Um, my name without any, uh, any, any, uh, vowels. Uh, I think I created my account when that was the, the hip thing to do. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that was such so, a thing that, yeah. <laughs> um, you sounded out, uh, like that. And then there's no, uh, debate if, uh, Hanson is S O N or S E N it's just S N. Um, but, uh, anyway, uh, yeah, there. And, uh, if you want, uh, uh, more, more, uh, Photos of, of uh, one and three year olds. Uh, you can find me on, on uh, Instagram uh, with uh, feel hands on F E E L H A N D S O N. So um, that, that's phonet- that's the phonetic version of my name. So uh, yeah. I, I love that. That's uh, I'm so glad that I asked about that. That's my favorite thing. Uh, I was already on LinkedIn and, and Twitter with you. Yeah. We're going to have to figure out the Instagram strategy. Mm-hmm. I love it so much. Thank you so much, uh, Phil Hansen from Qit North America. And uh, I'm I'm a fan. I know you will be too. Go check them out. And this is not a sponsored post, I should say. I this like we're not getting paid for this, uh, but I, <laughs> I I just love I love what you do so much. And I know it's so necessary, especially if you're uh, considering you know a jump from Magento one to Magento mm-hmm. two nowadays, which I think most people are, uh, and they're trying to figure out how they can you know. Uh, uh, you know, work their holiday strategy in there, how they can continue to have that dedicated hosting that they had before. And in the new world, I, I think this is a great option to consider as you're making that upgrade. Uh, but thank you so much. And thanks to Qit uh, for, uh, you know, reaching out and getting you on the show. I love yeah. it. Yeah. Thanks, Philip. And thanks uh, to the Mage Talk team. Yeah. Thank you. 